Hi, and welcome to the RV Small Talk Podcast. In this episode, we're talking about some of the cool, baffling, and just plain silly gadgets and accessories for your RV pets. What are the best and worst ideas we've seen and heard so far for your travel buddies? And we'll have another listener question to try to tackle. I'm Bob Branson, and welcome. Well, thank you, Bob. My pleasure. So for those of you who don't know, Bob Branson is our local celebrity, the announcer on NPR, All Things Considered, for most of my adult life, and a truck camper enthusiast who just happened to be walking by. So we had him introduce the podcast. What a great opportunity. So uh, how's it feel to be back on the radio? Sort of. (laughs) Well, this is as close as I've been in a long time. Now, real microphones real headphones actually you guys have almost as much equipment as the radio station i used to work at pretty impressive oh my goodness yeah and this isn't just any radio station that you used to work at i mean as a as an entity that you worked for it was the local npr station based here in austin texas KUT 90.5, listeners supported public radio from UT Austin. Oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) How many hundreds of times do you think you've said that? Many, many, many. Many, many, many. But always followed by, and today's forecast. (laughs) Ah, What is today's forecast? Well, I just got a severe (laughs) weather alert, so maybe we don't go there. No, I'm going to say 100% chance of sealing. Yes, that's what it looks like right now, isn't it? Best I can do. Yes. So, do you listen to our podcast? I have not. Ah, guys, well, now we know. (laughs) I'm not sure I even know how to get a podcast. Well, we'll help you with that, Bob. Before you leave here, you will have our podcast on your app alerting you every time we go online because, yeah. Well, not to mention that you actually been in an episode before I so maybe been. you should have access to it i would like that okay because the one i took part in uh had a lot of people on it and it sounded pretty interesting i should probably watch that now see what, that, <laughs> see what the heck i said uh well we need to uh we need to find a special thank you for somebody like you and fran who have been around our business for a while now and supported us in absolutely everything we do. And if you would listen to a few of our podcasts, I would love some tips and pointers because you've we, already we've thanked, got some things to learn. You've already thanked us quite a bit by keeping our RV running and in tip-top shape. Well, you've been everywhere. So the, we have dragged this Lance eleven seventy two. Oh, it's a truck camper. Please say you didn't drag it. don't you have some kind of wheels under it (laughs) just some kind of wheels let me rephrase that (laughs) okay try that try that again bob (laughs) what bob meant to say we have happily carried uh we and our f ford f350 carried this truck camper all the way to alaska and back and we went on the east coast of canada all the way up north Mm. all the way up to labrador and back beautiful yes. that was fun the stuff good, of dreams have those dra- bragging rights yeah yeah yes. do you like get a patch to put on your jacket no no okay no <laughs> we should invent that clint uh a patch yeah let's invent a patch <laughs> in our spare time i don't 
don't know. You ought to have something that says I've been have, somewhere. What is this thing? Like, everywhere. I hold out for a tattoo. Uh, I was going to say. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> the whole sleeve? <laughs> well, my arm's pretty short. It might take an arm and a half. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, to be continued on one side yes. <laughs> and, and the continuation of on the other. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you've had so much fun. And uh, we kicked Lindsay off so you could have her mic because she's such a geeky fan. We weren't sure she could get through a conversation with you. Well, do you remember the first day you came into Princess Craft? I do indeed. I do. And <laughs> yes. She about geeked out. Yes, <laughs> she did. She's standing there and she's listening and she's like, oh my gosh, that's Bob Branson. I can tell. It's, is that Bob Branson? Is that what he looks like? And she did not even have to use my favorite line, which is, he sounds a lot taller on radio. <laughs> you are a lot hmm. taller on radio. <laughs> <laughs> Why, thank you. You are a big person and a big personality. Uh, and I love people who are my size. <laughs> who is also Just a saying. big person and a big Just personality. Just saying, I like people that are my size. So, well, uh, good. and you're a pretty good dance partner too. I, yeah, I like you my size because we were indeed dance partners. And yes, one of the truck camper rallies put on yeah. by Princess Craft. That's right. Are you guys coming this year? We it's like in two or three weeks. You're going to tell me you're not coming, right? No, I'm afraid we are. We are not coming this time. Are you traveling somewhere else? No, it's you're just blowing us off. COVID. Mm. Yeah. We're, we're Very afraid smart. of that close contact with that many people mm -hmm. whom mm -hmm. we don't know. Well, you are very smart. Uh, you have had a lot of struggles in your life, and one of them is staying healthy. So um, we will give you an easy pass this time. But I can guarantee you uh, next year. All right. Next yes. year, you're on. Next very year, cool. you can come back and introduce our podcast and talk about the rally. That is the best offer I've had in... About 15 years now. Yeah. Wow. Well, there you go. Well, you're on. <laughs> we'll see you then. Thank you. Well, that was a surprise. I was not expecting Bob Branson to, to pop in today. You just never know who's going to stroll on in uh, with some microphone skills, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and PJ, kudos for you to reach out and say, hey, come get in here and, it, you know, with no warm up, say a thing. Uh, yeah, come talk to us because there is this little window we can see through. Mm -hmm. And I saw them out there staring at us. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, some people watch us through the window. It's really kind of interesting. We still need an, an on air creepy. sign. We do need an on air Absolutely. sign. All right. Well, we'll get one. But they were sitting there staring and I'm like, I feel so... Uh, less professional right. with Bob Branson standing somebody there staring who, at me. Yeah, somebody <laughs> who actually knows how to do this. So yeah. it, was kind of, it was kind of like, well, we better get him on because if, if we don't, he won't leave. And if he doesn't leave, we can't do this. I know, I'm way so, too nervous to record <laughs> in front of him. Right? Oh, how it's always cool. a treat. Such a great guy. Well, well oh, let's, let's quickly talk about this week's sponsor. PJ, who do you got? Mission Overland. Oh is that my like goodness. A, is that like a group? What is Mission Overland? They're trailers that go to Mars. No, I'm totally kidding. But they are trailers that just got here on the lot and they're gorgeous. They're they're off-road capable. They're Yeah, they're they're just really cool off-grid camper 
right. type trailers. Right. Um, some people call them, uh, instead of teardrops, they call them box drops. Well, oh, box because drops. of the boxy shape, yep. Because or they're adventure small. trailers. But yeah, adventure trailers. If they have a hard a, edge, yeah, that makes sense. Yes, With a yes. pop-up door, a pop-up top, a pull-out kitchen. I mean, it's like loaded with gear, huge tires. Big outdoor kitchen. And this is this is kind of a, a, a industry separator amongst adventure trailers. It has mm-hmm. independent suspension on both sides. Independent suspension and an articulating hitch. Uh-huh. Yeah. So you could you could string it up and spin around like a pinata if you wanted to. But what you'll but notice don't first. Do that. Don't do that. Yeah, what you'll notice first <laughs> is the wraps that they put on them. Not a single yes. one that I've seen seems to look the same because they, don't they have all look the really same. nice yeah. wraps on all of them. They're really cool on the outside. Anyway, if you haven't seen them, you need to check it out. Speaking of those wraps, I do want to mention one of the coolest things about Mission Overland is you can actually get a custom wrap when you pre-order at a dealership. Mm-hmm. And I know customizing your trailer and making it your own and having something really unique mm-hmm. is very important to some people. So that's something that this company caters yeah. to. Yeah. Yes. And I think I would do that, except when I saw all the cool stuff that they do, I have no problem picking one of those. Right. They're yep. so good looking. Yeah. Yeah. It's a great trailer. If you're interested in those kinds of trailers, you need to check out Mission Overland. Where do you find Mission Overland, Clint? That's missionoverland.ca. You know why it's .ca? Missionoverland.ca? They're why? made in Canada. Yeah, they're Canadian. Canada. And which is which goes into the build as well because they are built super well insulated. You don't have to go to Canada to get one. No, you can come here. Just to Texas. Ha-ha. Yeah, Princess Craft RV. Again, welcome to the RV Small Talk podcast, where we talk about lightweight trailers, truck campers, and the people and places that go along with them. We are your hosts from Princess Craft RV. I'm Lindsay. I'm PJ. And I'm Clint. And just a reminder, you can always send us questions to, or comments, questions or comments to questions at rvsmalltalk.com or just call and leave us a voice message at 512-843-1311. That's 512-843-1311. And we're actually going to answer one of those questions or listen to and do our best to answer one of those questions today in this episode. Ooh, I'm so excited. I love when we get voicemails. It just, it makes me excited. That's right. So if you want to ask a question on the podcast, that's where you leave it. If you hear rain on our metal roof today or thunder, it's because it's raining and thundering. On our metal roof. So. Just a little background noise for you guys. It like sets the ambiance, right? Right. Absolutely. Of so thunderstorm. if you're driving around <laughs> on a beautiful blue sky day and you hear rain. It's, it's over here. You're not crazy. You're good. All right, so we didn't plan this at all. We already had our uh, our ideas on this podcast episode before we got our sponsorship from Mission Overland, but it just ties in so perfectly. My hot take discussion idea for this week was what's with all the interest in rugged off-road, off-grid, adventure-style trailers and the growth in that market? What, well, what's the deal? Because I, I actually have no idea, but I'm going to take a guess at this because yeah. uh, getting a, an actual camp spot is uh, getting more and more difficult. So the solution is buy a trailer that can go anywhere and then go anywhere. Oh, yeah. I mean, just mm-hmm. off the top of my head. Right. Let's just 
let's just go in the middle of sure. nowhere. Sure. And I think that the younger generation that's really tending towards these, and it's not all, that's a very generalized statement because we have a whole swath of people who are Don't looking be at ageist. These. Okay. But a lot of the new people that are coming into having a trailer of any kind mm-hmm. right now, there are, there are younger family set and they actually have no interest whatsoever in RV parks in koas in koas they don't <laughs> they want to pull up next to anybody that's not what they've been dreaming of it's not right. what they envision right so i think that that's that's part of the deal is that these people are coming into the market and what the larger market is doesn't fit their personal vision now by younger are you thinking like under 50 yeah yeah because most people think rvs a lot of times are for people who are retired yeah or planning on retiring. I feel like that's changing. Yeah, I think so quickly. too. I Didn't you just read a statistic lately? I did. I did. 22% of the new buyers are between 18 and 34. That's, that's crazy. insane. Yeah. And that makes sense with this particular type of exactly. camping format. Yes. Yep. Yeah. And besides the age 50, I think that, that things are changing in people's mindsets, the way they feel, how healthy they are. The age 50 now is kind of like the new... 35 for some people wait you know is that is that why i'm 27 you're always 27 (laughs) that's why Lindsay. wait a minute i don't even want to ask how old i am (laughs) so well by that by those statistics i think you're right around my age my actual age of 40 okay i'll take it yeah you're on i mean what what you're doing lately is you've gone to big bend you've gone up you've camped two or three times in your terra i mean you've hit the ground this running this year i have i have it's been so fun Mm -hmm. so if that makes me closer to 40 i'm good (laughs) i'm good live it okay so what about this next voicemail i can't wait all right it's from Alyssa from pennsylvania pittsburgh (sighs) Should we listen to it? Thank you, Alyssa from Pennsylvania for calling. Let's, Let's hear it. Yeah, here we go. Hey, guys. Um, thanks for having me on. My name is Alyssa. I'm calling from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Um, I was just wondering, and I'm pretty new to the podcast and RVs in general, um, so I was just wondering if you guys had an episode or maybe you plan to make one um, with everything about um, traveling with a dog. Specifically, um, I'm looking to get a truck bed camper. Um so I'm talking everything from like um, air conditioning units to um, just other safeguards, I guess, that you would have to keep a dog in an RV. <clears throat> um, and I, yeah, I just want to know all the tips you have. I don't know um, if anybody else that you know has dogs full time in their RV. Um, but yeah, I would love to know everything because, again, I'm very new to this and my dog would be coming with me, potentially two dogs. So, um, yeah, I'll take any and all advice you have. And uh, thanks a lot. How very uh, timely. And thank you so much, Alyssa. That's cool. Okay. Can we start off by saying full timing in a truck camper with two dogs? You're already amazing. This is going to be so fun. (laughs) Yeah. I I mean, I don't think I think a lot of people ah, will be like, that's terrifying or whatever. I don't think so. I think that that's that's just a category of awesome. I think it's a category of awesome, too. Mm -hmm. That's a good way of putting it. So just off the bat, we did do an episode and it's way back, episode 19, where we had Misty from our local Williamson Williamson County Regional (laughs) Animals Shelter. And she is a pro when it comes to knowing pet care and all that. And we talked about travel and camping with dogs specifically in episode 19 of the RV Small Talk podcast. Go give that a listen. But do you two have kind of some ideas before you even jump into this accessory 
episode? Yeah, I mean, we're going to talk about uh, gear that's helpful and gear that's not helpful. But uh, you you mentioned ACs. Uh, definitely have one of those. <laughs> okay. Okay. Is well, that some good advice? No. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's borderline here. Here's here's with the AC. I mean, the one number one thing that you worry about when you leave your animals in a camper is if it gets too hot, right? Yes. Yes. I mean, everything else, if they don't have enough water or if they're uncomfortable or if they're nervous, there's concerns, mm -hmm. but it's not going to harm or kill them. So the biggest concern is if your camper gets way overheated. So AC is important. Um, if you have a truck camper, you may have one that's large enough to have a generator mm -hmm. because if you're not plugged in at a campsite, then um, you need to run the generator. So if you're plugged in at a campsite, just turn on the AC. It should take care of any concern that you have. If you have a generator, the concern is what if you run out of gas, your generator quits for any reason and your AC quits working. Um, they have uh, apps that connect to a piece that you can add to a generator that will not only notify you if your generator is working and running, right. but it would also kick it on if the temperature gets too high. Right. And so the caveat Turn there the is that you're going to need to make sure you're setting up your campsite and a place with cell service that has data service. That's right. So that's the important part. If you're going to leave your dogs alone in the camper, mm -hmm. there are also uh, thermometers that you can put inside that connect to an app as well. Right. So we you have can tell if the temperature is getting too high. Yeah. We have some of those on our list as just generally just a, a good gadget to have in your RV. Absolutely. So when you're talking about safety, that is the number one thing. Yeah. Yeah. So. And, uh, and you know, the thing is, is that not only are they going to benefit you and feeling like you have someone around, you feel some security there, but having going camping with a dog, it's going to make you get outside, make you be active. And that's huge. They're going to pay you back in dividends. Whatever you do for them, you're going to get it right back. Well, and especially if you live in your truck camper, they're your best friends. I mean, mm -hmm. what do you do? Live in a truck camper and send your dogs off to stay with a friend for a year. Yeah, don't do that. I mean, yeah. So it, there, it's a great question. There are some things you have to overcome. We have done some podcasts, but yeah, the AC is the most important thing. So be sure mm -hmm. you take care of that and the rest will sort out itself. Yeah. Well, even our interview with Joe last week, he did that for a year and a piece with his dog, with his man van dog blog. Man van dog blog. So, though we didn't cover too much of that time and how he traveled with his dog, he actually has videos on his YouTube channel and you can go through can how, those, yeah, yeah. His, his experience there. I also encourage you to um, join our RV Small Talk community page on Facebook because I can think of three people off the top of my head who are active in that group right. and don't full time with a dog, but do travel for extended periods of time with their dog right. in a small trailer. And um, they probably have all the tips and tricks for you. And they love sharing the knowledge. But hopefully some of the gadgets in this episode will help you out. Okay. And some of them will just make you laugh. Yeah. Some of them will help you out. Mm hmm. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> okay, so if you'd like to ask us a question or leave us a comment, do call our Google Voice number. That again is 512-843-1311. You never know, we may select your message to be used in an upcoming episode of the podcast. And again, the number is 512-843-1311. 
And on to the meat of the matter. More pets. More pets. We talk about dogs for like 15 episodes, I swear. And I'm okay with uh, it. Me too. <laughs> Absolutely. So, um, we're going to get to a couple of things that might make traveling with your pet easier. Some of them that, some gadgets that might make it harder and some gadgets that might just completely weird you out. Clint. <laughs> You're getting called out on this one. What do you mean I find the weirdest things? I mean, <laughs> see, where did you come up with these? Google. I, I Googled weirdest pet gadgets. <laughs> it worked like you a charm. Them. So but, if you don't have a pet or you don't travel with a pet, it still might be worth listening. Oh, goodness. <laughs> Can I run through this link that Paul, the new guy, actually uh, shared with me from a, from the American Kennel Club? We just call him the new guy. Yeah, just call him the new guy. <laughs> we have a new guy. He doesn't have a name. Forget that yeah, I He's not Paul. on the mic. He doesn't get to say his name. No, he gets to listen to the podcast like everyone else. Hey. <laughs> New guy. <laughs> All right. What did new guy send All right, us? I'm just going to hit the, the highlights. I'm not going to read this to you, but the American Kennel Club Club Club, the American Kennel Club, <laughs> <laughs> club, club has, has a um, has a Web page specifically for how to travel safely in an RV with a dog. Perfect. How apropos. So the the highlights are here. Train your dog. And that's that's a, that's huge. Because you're going to be in a lot of different settings with a lot of different characters and people and things to deal with. So train your dog. Make sure that they know to pay attention to you and what you're saying to them. Any arguments? No? We're not going to argue with AKC? <laughs> Sit. <laughs> Stay. All right. The next one is acclimate your dog to RV travel. This one I think is huge for humans and dogs. If you're getting into the life and you're getting started, then... Take some practice runs, practice in the driveway before you really get those miles under your belt. Get some normalcy there. Yeah, yes. not like zero to 60. Like We live here. Now we live here. Driveway um, camping is awesome for a dog because they get to kind of figure out that they're still home mm -hmm. and they kind of acclimate, as you said. And that's also, I think, really important for getting in the car and traveling in the car. Yeah. A lot of dogs, you want to take them camping, but they can't get in the car with you. They get nervous. They get car sick. So hang out in the car with them while it's sitting in your driveway. Yeah. And, you know, another thing is if you want to see how they respond to maybe some adverse situations in it, get used to what it'd be like to have rowdy neighbors or something like that. Do a local camping trip in someone else's driveway. <laughs> and they will they will hear angry neighbors, loud noises. No. no? Go to a campground. Okay. Just go to one down the street. <laughs> I liked your idea, Clint. I don't like your idea. All right, let's move on to the next AKC recommendation. Okay. <laughs> see, your vet, see your veterinarian for a health checkup. I find it awkward when I go to the vet for my own health checkups. <laughs> I feel like this is the list. <laughs> the vet does too. I feel like this is the list for like getting my kids ready to go camping. Like mm. strategically place treats. <laughs> <laughs> Get them acclimated. I mean, well, they're, they're yeah. pretty similar. Make them sleep on the driveway. Wait, no, that's not what you said. No, but camp in the driveway. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think I would say as long as you take your your animal to the vet for their regular checkups, mm -hmm. you're going to know if they're healthy or not. And if they're sure. still acting healthy, you're fine. Sure. Because I can imagine one of the worst things is to be out on the road and then find out that your dog has a tooth infection, an ear infection, a UTI. And those things happen, you know? Yeah. And usually you'd figure out 
you know, what if they go a little crazy and nip mm-hmm. somebody and then you didn't have the rabies shot up to date? Yeah. So just keep them up to date. Be sure they're healthy. Head okay. on out. Now, you're going to be in some new places, so I would get your ID tax and microchips set up. Yeah. Yes. Yes, always. That's so important, whether you're traveling with your dog or not. Do it. Do it. I'm like, Do it. I'm like Bob Barker, but like for IDing dogs. Yeah, but, but you always have a caveat. Don't just, don't just get them chipped. What's the next part that you always say? You have to register have, that chip. Yes, and then spay and neuter your pets. Yeah, because there are going to be so many environments with so much, so many inputs, sensory inputs <laughs> I'm okay y'all <laughs> no no that's not we're not okay okay <laughs> oh my god let's move on also prepare for those emergencies if you have a first aid kit for humans it'll mostly work for your dog or your cat but you might have a few things that are more specific yes and we did talk about that in the episode 19 podcast with misty mm-hmm. did we not like kind of preparing a little like what yeah. you would need in an R- in an rv in a dog first aid kit yeah very good. Now, there's so much more on this. So I'm going to I'm going to actually have this link in our show notes, the AKC website, because they talk about a lot of how to's and social norms and things like that. And it's a good read. It's a resource that'll be in the show notes. But I want to talk about accessories. Can we talk about accessories now? Yeah. Bling. Did you see my new earrings? Mm. Oh, dog accessories. Yeah. Bling up that dog. <laughs> yeah. Dog earrings. Uh-huh. Ooh. Mm. Oh, that's Ooh. animal cruelty. Yes. No way, Jose. Yeah, just a blingy collar, maybe. All right. Some of the best and worst and weirdest accessories we have heard about for pets. All right. Let's get started here. And all of these are going to be linked in our show notes. If we say something and you're like, I need that right now. Super easy. Just head over to rvsmalltalk.com and there'll be a link there. Because we know that listening to us describe things is hard. Right, right. All right, who wants to start with what? Uh, Let's start at the top with real grass patch. Now, this is always so bizarre to me, but I have seen trailers come in all the time for service and have this little patch of grass. Do y'all know what this is? Why are you both looking at me like this? I do because I opened the link and and looked at it, but I'm trying to, I'm trying to guess, is there some sort of pet psychology involved with why this works or why it doesn't? Of course, pets don't like it if it's dirt or if it's, you know, they, they're used to peeing on a tree or peeing in the grass. And some dogs are kind of persnickety about that. Cats are fine with that cat litter. Yeah, well, that's what cats do. Uh, I ran out of cat litter and I didn't have time to get any, so I just put a blanket in the cat box. What? Think it's fine. What? Oh, you guys. The cat will be fine. Not, yeah. a, not a blanket, like one of those things I put. Uh, never mind. I don't know. Blanket, blanket's you not going to be fine. <laughs> the blanket is okay. not going to be It's happy. not a blanket. It's like a throwaway sheet. Okay, so let's let's describe this. A real grass <laughs> patch is, is a small, would you say it's about a... 12 by 18 little yeah. thing with, with I this think you can get different sizes plasticky kind of grass it's got some texture to it so a dog or cat would go you know hey this is this is natural ish yeah well they make they make pee pads mm-hmm. for dogs okay so they potty on the fake grass and then you just pick the whole thing up and, and then like you just hose it off I guess it out because it's, it's you it's, have to decant your grass 
Or like, does it have like a like a spout? You could like hook up a hose to the end of it and then like route it <laughs> away. I, I don't know. I how just they feel work. like I feel like picking that thing up and like transporting it somewhere would be hard because it's not like it's really deep. It's just like a. It's f- about an inch and a half deep, I think. Maybe you just hose it yeah. off, just like a a mat. Yeah. Just like a a. a floor mat that well, yeah, you would put okay. outside your steps. Okay, so it's not supposed to be inside your trailer. No. Oh, I guess that's outside. what I'm thinking. Okay. Outside. All right. Okay. I don't know. Moving on to the spill-proof doggy bowl. Which well, those are amazing. The name of it sounds great. They're amazing because dogs are going to be dancing around and they're going to be happy and you don't want them to tip it over, mm-hmm. especially if you're not standing there watching them. If you're in a small space like your yeah. camper. And they try to, you know, turn around. Yep. Good choice. Those are wonderful. But furniture protectors? Well, in what sense, furniture protectors? I, well, I oh, you know, know, like slip covers. There you go. Just to go over the whole thing. Yeah. I mean, so you can wash them. So you it, can pull them off right. and wash them. It doesn't c- collect all the hair, the dander, whatever dirt they've been rolling in. I, I guess that would be easy to clean up after them. Yeah. They would have to be really good for me to go for that, though. Well, I imagine the look is going to matter. You know, yeah. is it going to mess with? With the feng shui you got going on in your camper. Yeah, because I, I don't I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I could deal with it just to help with, yeah. you know, cleaning the camper. Well, some people can deal with deal with that kind of stuff, like slip covers, and some people just can't. And that's yeah. fine. I might be one of those. Yeah, me too. I like to have yeah, that in my back hard. seat because that's where my kids' car seats are. Yeah. Uh, right? I'll get out my little vacuum and just clean up that way. Which is an idea I had. I'm not sure if it made the list, but I was like, it, if you have a hand vac. I mean, what, kind of. What about a wicked bone? I don't know what that is. Or a Kong. Okay, well, the wicked bone. I looked this up and it is a motorized bone looking thing. And you and you have an app and you can... Drive it around like what? it's a remote control car. Shut up. Or what? you can run on just a standard uh, program that it has and, and it plays with your dog. It's a bone sized, bone shaped thing. It's, it's, so it's like cool. a remote control car, but it's a bone that yep. your dog will chase. Yeah. And it basically has some settings on there, some presets. It's like, hey, play with me. And the dog can hardly ignore the thing. So it gets your dog moving, keeps them entertained. Until and, the dog engaged. eats it? No, it's it's designed to be able to handle, you know, the chase, the catch, the hunt, the catch. <laughs> the chew. <laughs> the chew. Yeah. And and they have all these certifications what? of, you know, this is this is not bad for your dog. I don't know. I mean, I why you also didn't look at it. Why would you just <laughs> throw a ball for your dog? To I feel like that's it. a cat toy. You know, like a dog wouldn't just like chase something on the ground. Some dogs do like retrievers. Well, yeah, but it'd have to go pretty fast. It does. Pretty far. It does. It does. Yeah. It's like a remote control car, but a bone. All right. How but, expensive are they? Does it have to be on like a flat surface? Could you play outside in the grass at your campsite? Not perfectly flat, and a lot of the campsites I've been to have a have a, an area. It's uh sixty nine eighty eight right now, according to this Amazon link. Seventy dollars for a remote control right. bone. If y'all want to see this madness, it'll know. be in the show notes. And I'm all about the Kong. It's literally if you guys have a dog and you don't have a Kong, then you're doing it wrong. <laughs> I like it. Nice Look at you. I didn't mean to, right. but I love it. Been master flex love with it. the rhymes. 
It's just like this red, weird thing and it's hollow and I would like shove peanut butter in it and my dog would be busy for like two hours. Really good for anxious dogs when you're leaving them in the trailer maybe because you're going to do something and they... They spend an inordinate amount of time trying to get the treat out of the inside Mm -hmm. of this ball. I'm getting this for my two-year-old Everett. Uh, yeah, I don't think it works the same. There's you haven't so, met ever enough times. I was about to say, there I are guess. so many things on this list. I'm just like... My kid would love this. Yeah, this would work. <laughs> yeah. Kongs are wonderful, except for... I mean, we had a dog once who we didn't have very long. We were taking care of him, and he ate it. And you're not supposed to be able to chew it up, but yeah, it can impressive. happen. Yeah, it can happen. But I think that's a great toy for traveling because they do get anxious, and sometimes they need... Something to divert their yeah. energy. Mm-hmm. Oh, can we talk about this next one? The paw plunger. Can you tell me what that is? <laughs> Why don't you guys look these things up? Do you see what I did here? I looked almost everything up. I uh, Okay. Well, right. I looked up the paw plunger and I don't know. I know. I don't think I've ever had a dog that would enjoy that or deal well, with it or yeah. not be just well, let's talk about what it crazy. is because right yeah, now we're just being so about? nebulous about it so here's the deal it's a it's a little canister about the size of a large coffee mug and it has little bristles inside you put a little bit of water in there and when your dog's paws get dirty or muddy you manually dip your dog's paws in it and it scrubs them and washes the dirt off of them and i will say okay i get it from a mechanical standpoint but i watched the video on this and the dog was doing that kind of thousand yard stare while the owner because he's a was, pre-trained yeah. dog and the dog was doing the thousand yard stare like i'm letting you do this i'm letting you do this just make it quick make it quick you know just let it happen sort of thing yes and uh you know i i think i would first actually just get a bowl of water and why uh yeah why would that not work well i mean you just leave like an old towel outside your door and you just like take the towel and wipe off the paws and then there's still a little bit of mud inside your camper. But guess what? You're camping, so it's fine. Get your vacuum. That's later on this list. I mean, it, it yeah. may work <laughs> great, but it I don't know that any of us are like, yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that's at the top of my a, priority It's a list. little too prissy for me. But if any of you guys have used a paw plunger, I want to yeah, know about for it. real. Because, yeah, I, I don't, I guess I just don't get it. Fur zapper. Fur zapper. Did I open this link? Okay, so if you have a dog hair covered blanket or clothes, when you throw them into the washer, you also throw in this little um, silicone dog paw thing and all of the dog hair will be attracted to it. Okay, so if you're traveling you have a furry dog it's shedding season or what have you or it's always shedding season and you have blankets or clothes or whatever and you throw your stuff in the washing machine at the laundromat because you're camping you throw this thing in there with it kind of like a lint ball and it collects the dust or collects collects the the dog hair dog hair i don't know yeah i'm not giving that a thumbs down I am not sold either. It's, uh, it has three and a half stars out of 17,371 ratings. I mean, that's a lot of ratings. Yeah, but so that's a lot of people only tried it. slightly above in the middle. But think yeah. about how many ratings that is. Yeah. A lot of people right. tried it. Um, something that I think is a no-brainer thumbs up are these glow-in-the-dark collar and leashes. Yes. Now, they have some that are kind of like that iridescent 
you know, when like uh, you're driving your car and the light hit your headlights hit them, they kind of glow. Okay, this reflective. Right. They have reflective ones. Um, they also have just ones that actually like have LED in them and they, you know, are different colors and the battery lasts forever and you can see it even in the daytime. Right. Why wouldn't you? Because people are crazy and they drive like maniacs. And, and you're going where the squirrels are. A and, dog's going to yeah, chase a squirrel. Just in case your dog gets off that leash, they're literally glowing. Mm-hmm. They're glowing. Why wouldn't you? Everybody. Glowing dogs. It would be so fun. Besides that, it's just a fun thing to have a glowing collar and a glowing leash. And they have glowing vests and, you know, glowing dog tags. And if you're somebody who likes to take a walk with your dog um, at night, then why not? Late at night, early in the morning Mm -hmm. where things are still dim and it's hard to see. You know, the worst time to be out there walking is when the sun's just starting to come up. Because everything's a little hazy and it's hard to see people walking in the road. And nobody's had their coffee yet. Yeah. So, (laughs) yeah, even when the light's up just a little bit, great to have that glowy stuff. Mm -hmm. All right. One of the next ones, there's two products that I found that we were kind of talking about earlier. Now, these don't have a camera on them. They're literally just monitoring the humidity and the temperature Uh inside the RV. And then they send it back to your phone. So the first one is Waggle. It's probably the most popular one. Mm -hmm. Waggle RV Dog Monitor. It costs about $200. And then you have to do like the monthly fee, kind of like a a ring doorbell or anything like that through the app. And it'll... The thing about Waggle is it it's not just con- like telling you what the temperature is. It knows what is dangerous for a dog. Like mm-hmm. it it's set up for dogs. So it knows what temperature and what humidity level is not okay for a dog and it will send alerts to your phone. Um it will also send alerts if there's like a power loss situation. Okay. So you won't know Two hours go by and the temperature is rising. Well, you know when the power goes out. So yeah, I thought that was really cool. That's, like I said, the most popular one. So the, to the get waggle. into this, it's, mm-hmm. it's $200 to get the equipment and about $15 mm-hmm. a month. Mm-hmm. And then okay. you just get the app on your phone. Um, the other one is Govee, G-O-V-E-E. And it is a temperature sensor it's not really geared specifically towards animals so it doesn't give you those alerts but you can look at it and see oh the temperature is fine the humidity is fine and i i think it's like 30 or 40 bucks so considerably less than the waggle but you know if i'm traveling with my dog i 15 dollars a month is not that much make the investment and then just get get something that just easily tells you, hey, you need to start worrying. This is getting dangerous. And even with the GoV, you still have to pay for a monthly thing because either way, you're. I mean, it's just like a subscription service. It's just a cheaper upfront cost. Yeah, those are cool. Everybody who travels with an animal should have that or something similar. Or something similar. You know, some people literally use a ring doorbell. Yeah. yeah. Or any kind of camera monitoring service. Just won't um, tell you the temperature. Mm, I think uh, some ring Most of do. them do, yeah. The ring doorbell will tell you the temperature. Well, it's, it's yes. a ring I camera. I didn't know that. Yeah. Ring but it branded. won't tell cool. you like all of the details. It won't alert you when it gets to a certain temperature that's dangerous for a dog. You know, like, so it's if you want one that is catered specifically towards a dog or just a general camera. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't really need to see my dog. 
I just need to know, you know, that the yeah. temperature is okay. Sure, sure. Okay, and then you also have on here the Cube and Cube Pro GPS trackers. And this is one that I kind of specifically said, let's target, let's find something. Absolutely. Why would, I mean, tra- track that dog. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> so you clip it on the collar? Mm-hmm. And then you can tell where they are in mm-hmm. case they get away or in case. Right. In case they get away. The, the only thing is, I guess, it works up to 100 feet. Okay. What? So this is not GPS. This oh. is Bluetooth. Which I don't feel like is a very long ways. But there's not that many options out there. Um, I would love to hear if you guys know of a better one. There's got to be some out there. There's got to be a better tracker. A hundred, I mean. Couldn't you just get one of those tiles? If I. Yes, you could, but tile works by Bluetooth as well. Yeah, that tile can only go so far. Yeah. So, tile has a network. Whoever has a tile device puts the app on their phone, right? Mm -hmm. Well, they allow their phone to communicate with any tile that comes within range, and then that sends the the tile information back up to the tile servers. So, the more people who own tiles and have their Bluetooth on- The further the range is. Right. Or the more- Right. Diverse the range. So let's say you have a tile in your purse and someone steals your purse and they drive out to the next city. You're not going to see it pop up until your purse gets near another person with that tile app on their phone and their Bluetooth turned on. I had no idea that's how that worked. Mm hmm. You look horrified. I, I, I am. I'm, I'm I am intrigued. Shunned. That's so cool. <laughs> it's genius, but it only gets better as more people buy the product. Right. Okay. Well, there has to be a tracker. Thing that would work for this because I think that's super important, yeah. particularly if you have an anxious dog that likes to just yeah. take off and run. Yeah. But I think the important, like thinking about my anxious dog, you know, it's unless I wasn't at the campsite, if my dog decided to take off and run, um, I'd probably notice pretty quickly and then I could at least see, you know, what direction we're going or uh-huh. what, you know, right. I mean, I, That's I see big. how this would be helpful. Which way do I run starting point. Name. Yeah. But like mm-hmm. yeah. if he's been gone for two days and I, this isn't helpful at all. Um, uh, unless you have a different product mm-hmm. that actually has real time, right. no matter what, always right. on. But well, we didn't find the perfect product. So you guys tell us if you know something, because we would love to find something yeah, that really, what, really, really works. These subscription things sort of add up. I'm not. Yeah, right. They them. do. They well, do. Here's something that's not a subscription, and it's for our, our kitty friends because we didn't want to forget our kitty friends. I thought this was there's the a lot of ca- road cats thing. out there. There are so many road cats. Mm-hmm. I'm not doing it, but more power to y'all. It's like I actually have done this for my kids. It's a hammock that goes underneath a chair or a table. Uh huh. So essentially, you're just tying a piece of fabric around it, but it hooks up, it snaps, and like your cat can like sit in it, and it has a little toy that's hanging off of it uh-huh. that the cats can bat. Yeah. No, <laughs> I, I love this writing on our uh, little list here. It says, a hammock you can put under a chair or a dinette table that your kitty will love. Maybe. Cats are weird, so who knows? Yeah. <laughs> Did you I, add that? I wrote that. <laughs> Now, it's true. I don't know. I, I think sent, they'll like it. I sent you a link uh, earlier today of someone who had a uh, a little cat hammock that basically suction cups to your passenger side window or whatever window in your vehicle. And so they had a video of this cat, not on the outside, on right, the inside. I got that. And so this cat's just, just lounging in the video in this hammock that's the suction cup to the window of someone's car, just 
just chilling as the miles are going by. Well, you know, cats like to sit by the windows because they like to see what's going on out there and things Mm -hmm. go by. Maybe watching the miles go by is entertaining for them. They want to see out the window. I never thought of that. My My cat would just... No, if they're in the vehicle, they climb as far as they can underneath the driver or passenger seat. And then make that weird noise. And they don't stop. They're like, like, in in cat voice, nobody knows. All right. Oh, okay. God. This this one you found this one and, and and I love it. I found it because I actually heard about this. You've heard about this before? Yes. Like it was on some TV show or like website or, or something. Yes. I don't know. <laughs> it was probably on and the Late Show or something. Like this. This is purely used for entertainment purposes. It doesn't. It's so not your a shock dog collar. can do a party trick, right? So it's just a collar. It looks like a shock collar, but instead of shocking your dog when it barks, it just turns it into cuss words. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so like every time your dog barks, it could just be like. <laughs> <laughs> Let me try it. Let me try it. Let me strap this on her. All right. Ready? Ready? <laughs> I love cursing on the podcast. You'll never let me do that. Yay. Cussing. Oh man. Okay. No, but it's 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 actually a real thing. Um it's like 80 bucks. Oh my gosh, that's an expensive party trick. Worth it. You could put it on yourself. <laughs> <laughs> and and you are you're traveling, so you're going to be meeting new people I and mean, new people get to see your party trick. It's not like your weekly cocktail party. Yeah. You're like I saw well, this like that last too, week. obviously, yeah. but but if your neighbor comes over, you know, mm-hmm. for a cup of coffee in the morning and you want to impress him. Yeah, your dog just starts you, cussing you, them you, out. You, you put damn on it, your damn it, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> the cuss collar. Did your dog just say what I think oh, it did? Oh man. Yeah, it's called the cuss collar and if you look it up, it looks like they were out of stock because why wouldn't they be? This is amazing. But you can get on the waiting list and get your cuss collar. All right. Oh goodness. I want one at the rally. I want to see one so bad. Okay. <laughs> this is this next one is one that I've seen quite a few time in the Facebook traveling forums. And actually you had this very same thing come up with your dog. Yes. Step covers. Y'all, if you have a dog, cover your steps. I don't care how short your dog's nails are. There's, there's holes in those steps and they're drain holes. They're literally designed to rip dogs claws off. They're not literally designed to do that, but that's what they'll do. That's what they literally are perfect for. They, they work well. Dogs get excited when they get out of the trailer mm-hmm. and then they like go at a wrong angle. It's just not good. It happened to my dog. Just cover them. There's tons. Mm-hmm. I didn't even link anything because there's, I mean, depending on what size you steps you have. I mean, you can get different colors. Yep. Uh, just cover your steps. Just do yeah. it. Block those holes. Just do it. Well, our thunderstorm stopped here. So it's not thundering at this moment, but... Our dogs go crazy at thunderstorms. Right. I would bring a thunder vest yeah. uh, or a thunder jacket. Uh, yeah, they really do work. That and CBD with treats. me if I travel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For sure. The thunder vest is just like a a tight vest that kind of velcros on really tight. It hugs them. Yeah, it feels like yeah. you're... I mean, it's the same concept as a weighted blanket for a human. Okay. That sense of like inward pressure mm-hmm. is calming. So... It works. It works. And that would work for anxiety when you're traveling in the car too, right? Yeah. Yep. 
Yep. Dog. Okay, Clint, you put doggy backpack on yeah. here, and I just like laughed my butt off because why? I because. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. Now, are you are you envisioning this like the backpack that you carry your dog in, or are you envisioning it like the backpack that you put on your dog for so when you go on a walk, it carries its own treats on its that's, back? Well, that's close. kind of yeah. yeah. That's kind of why I laughed because then I was thinking, oh my god, there's two types of dog owners. There's like, oh, come here, I'll carry you in my backpack, and then there's like, here, do work, carry my you're, stuff. You're part of the family. <laughs> Carry your own stuff. What kind of dog owner are you? (laughs) Yeah. Because there's backpacks for both. I mean, there's backpacks where you can carry like really big dogs. Yeah. Why? I don't know. But if that's your thing, it's available. Absolutely. I I have family who who got a new kitten and they had one of those backpacks that was all see-through and ventilated and all that. And they, you know, their teenage girls are walking around with a cat in their backpack. Just having a good old time. Oh, oh or was you, the cat happy though? That cat is that cat has a time of. I mean, she traveled everywhere. She was a tra- true travel kitty. Travel kitty. Wow. Start them young. Or you could be a little bit uh, more resourceful and just make your dog carry like your water bottle and your cell phone and your well, keys. Yeah. And, At the and bare basics, I'd be like, bags exactly. And doggy, yeah, they can carry yeah. their own supplies. It's it's like uh, when I go hiking with my kids. You know. Our goal, and we try this every time, but our goal is that they're responsible for their own water at least. You carry mm-hmm. your water bottle, keep up with your water bottle. You start building in that you carry your stuff. Yeah. You do you, boo-boo. Mm-hmm. And so, you can say that to your dog. So the, <laughs> so the dog poops, you pick it up with a little bag out uh-huh. of his little compartment in his backpack, and then you tie it up and put it in the other compartment yeah, of yeah. his backpack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. carry your own. Woof. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> okay. Well, hey, you want a treat? Come over here. Yeah. Let me get it out of your backpack. Um, other other good things that are kind of uh, duh, but also hmm, people forget about. Get some flea spray or some bug mm-hmm. spray that is, you know, pet friendly or, or in a small space. Yeah. You put on their spine. Because or you're going to be outside with your dog. You don't know. You know what? What about fleas a, live in all those places you're going? Oh, yes. <laughs> that mm-hmm. place. Yeah, that place. What about fleas that place? and ticks? Yep. A life jacket for your dog. Does your dog like to swim? Does your dog not like to swim? Well, Either way. Have you ever seen a dog that likes to swim and they like it, like it, like Too it, much? and then they're really tired and they're yeah. far away from shore? Yeah, that's actually. So I I learned this kind of recently. Is that dogs will drown before they will swim to the side if they like swimming. Yeah. Like they'll literally just be like, okay, I'm just going to die now because that's not just put a life jacket on your dog. Yeah. I I feel so preachy. Just like (laughs) buy this stuff. Oh, so, uh, so we mentioned portable vacuum cleaner. That's, that's some, I like to have something like that with an RV anyway. It's just a handheld, but man, so helpful if you got something that's shedding. Oh yeah. I have a little black and Decker one that I bought, I think at Walmart and Uh it was like 20 bucks and I use it. In my car, in my camper, mm-hmm. it's yep. yeah, perfect, perfect. Well, pets make messes, yeah. and they don't clean them up. No well, opposable thumbs. A, some, what do you want from them? But sometimes a dog will return. No, 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 no. My, no. Don't go my there. dog cleans up my cat's messes. Is yeah, that, yeah, <laughs> that's, that's that is not what we're talking oh, about. Okay, <laughs> that's gross. I, well, <laughs> okay, so um. 
How, do we have anything for the non-dogs or non- I mean, you put cats. what about the birds and fishes? I think if you're traveling with a bird or a fish. That's on you. I. <laughs> you do you, boo-boo. <laughs> you, need to, you need to school us on what you do in your RV because- I, I want to know. I have no yeah. idea. And like Google searches on this kind of stuff is just mm -hmm. like weird and not practical. Yeah. Um, but it did make me think about uh, what about Bob? Have y'all seen that movie? Bob Branson? I love Bob Branson. No, Bill Murray and what about Bob? Mm -hmm. Have y'all no. seen that movie? Yes, but it's been a long time. Okay, well, How's Bill, Bill Murray's like in, insane and he carries his fish around in a <sighs> mason jar around his neck. Oh, man. Well, that's how you do it. That's yeah, the so it just made me think it like can't possibly I mean, it's be a good fish, for so a just fish. like grab a mason jar and like a piece of string and you're fine. Well, surely you let it out to play sometimes. He did though when he went to the restaurant, he was like, "Oh, he's been cooped up," so he puts him into like a pitcher of water. But then later, he puts him back into the mason jar because he's got to go. Amazing. I know. No. So no. I, I, somebody Crazy. out there travels with a fish, <laughs> and is, I need to know how. That is movie magic. That you are is not, not having not, enough fun with no, this. PJ. I am not. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, baby steps. Oh, baby steps. Over the top. <laughs> over the top. Well, that's uh, that's about it for our Please useful let it be it. and maybe not so useful <laughs> pet accessories that we found. I but surely you have some things that really work for your travel buddy. And we don't know what it is. So join us over in the RV Small Talk community or let us know by dropping us a line at questions at rvsmalltalk.com or call our toll-free number. What's that number again, Clint? Oh, I have to scroll to the top. It's 512-843-1311. 512-843-1311. We love voicemails. Send us your questions or just your uh, weird comments on our weird... Only the weird ones? Uh, <laughs> Only the weird okay, comments. I meant to say comments on our weird gadgets that we came up with. There you go. There it is. <laughs> All right. Well, don't forget to get into your podcast app like Apple Podcasts. And if you enjoy the podcast, leave us a five-star rating and review. It takes just minutes or a minute, maybe maybe less than a minute. And it really <laughs> helps us to make the show more visible to other podcast listening campers just like you. In the meantime, thanks for listening. We appreciate you. So very much. Woo. Baby steps. <laughs> <laughs> I had to. <laughs> <laughs>